just um, 50th anniversary of the World Rally Championship. Uh, Portugal will celebrate the 50th anniversary this year. Obviously, the first uh, loose surface rally of the season. But um, how has the testing gone uh, in preparation for Portugal? Uh, yeah, the testing was okay. We didn't have a, a good day. We had quite a lot of problems, so I didn't really get the mileage I wanted to in the day. So we kind of had to specify what we were going to do uh, to, to kind of save time. Uh, so we didn't get a full testing program done, which was a bit of a shame. But towards the end of the day, the car was feeling better. Uh, and then since then, I've been uh, testing in Greystoke or not testing, more of a uh, like a passenger ride day, but still uh, it's seat time in the car and it felt it felt better. So, uh, yeah, the feeling was generally good after the two days. Obviously, we've done uh, three, effectively, three tarmac events. Monty, we had obviously Sweden and then we had Croatia. But when you start talking about loose surface in the forests uh, on Portugal, I mean, how do you need, what do you, what do you want to get through the, the sort of, through your bottom in the seat in the car when you're actually rallying on a loose surface? I mean, you, you still, the, the principles of driving and going fast are still the same. Driving straight and clean is, is the fastest way and always will be. Uh, we have a little bit more room to, to rotate the car at some uh, bigger angles on, on gravel to, to carry the speed, which is one of the tricks, allowing yourself to carry the speed with, with angle, but not losing too much time being sideways. So uh, you want a car that's driving straight. You want a car that gives you traction and you want a car that, if you are having a moment or running wide, you trust that it's going to bring itself back. Well, I mean, this is the first season with a brand new car. Obviously, the hybrid system is very much in the in the news. The one thing that interested me was the fact that the press seemed to be suggesting that drivers are switching off the hybrid system. Is that the case? Uh, we were only switching off the hybrid, but because the, the road surface was so slippery, we were on slicks in aquaplaning conditions. So if we could have had 200 less horsepower in the engine, we would have all taken that as well. But in terms of having the system on the car, I mean, does it does it help in terms of giving you that little bit extra power when you need it, most of, most of all? Yeah, only the most extreme conditions like we saw on the final day of, of uh, Croatia when we were all on hard tyres, but yet the, the road was completely flooded. It would be switched the hybrid off. Everywhere else, we use the hybrid. And what about tyre choice, for example, on, on Rally Portugal? I mean, what are you looking at? What sort of tyres are we talking about on Rally Portugal? Uh, so we've got, the like like every uh, gravel rally, we've got the soft and the hard compound. Uh, the, the hard is the primary, which means we have more of that tyre. But really, we want more softs uh, because at the moment, it looks like uh, it will be raining Monday to Tuesday, uh, well, Sunday to Tuesday. Uh, and the humidity will stay in the ground given the, the general climate of the valleys and the mountains up in, in Portugal at this time of year. So it will dry up, but it will also contain the humidity. So ideally, we would have more soft tyres. But I guess also, if it has been raining and hasn't had time to dry out, then you obviously got quite a, you've got a quite an added uh, loose surface impression when you're driving the car. Uh, I mean, the, it will still be in the, pre the impression. It's just under the trees. Some areas will hold humidity, but in the open areas, it will dry out and be be, be like it is every day uh, after a day of rain. And uh, you and Jonas, obviously, getting on well in the car as well together, are you? Yeah, Jonas is a, he's a legend. Uh, just very, very easy to get on with. For me, takes no effort whatsoever to to, to gel with him. Uh, that's why we why I liked him so much at the beginning. Uh, why I decided, we decided to work together, and yes, everything's going well. Uh, he, he reminds me a lot of Chris. Uh, he's got a lot of experience. He's teaching me a lot of things, but he's also allowing me to do my own thing. Uh, not he doesn't put me under any pressure. He's just a very relaxed atmosphere on the car, which, as we've seen for the last uh, 12 months, is what I really seem to suit. 
But again, I mean, that's a perfect partnership if you're getting that sort of relationship and you're building it up together. I mean, that's, that counts for an awful lot because you're building confidence because of the notes he's reading to you or doing the notes to get the right result as far as those are concerned. But at the same time, you know that whatever he's doing on the notes and whatever you're doing in the car, the combination of the two of you together is working well, which is important, isn't it? It's got to be important. Yeah, no, it is. The communication is, is key. Uh, and Chris is obviously still uh, still working very closely with me, although he's, he's retired. He he will do the occasional test this year, uh, and he does communicate with me a lot, and also uh, and also Jonas. So there's a there's a good bridge for uh, for both of us uh, to, to lean on Chris for his experience. But not that really Jonas needs to, because the amount of WRC rallies Jonas has done is in, is insane. Uh, but I think uh, Chris is a a good thing for me because we worked on a lot of things together last year. So to have him still around helping us uh, is is a big is a big um, big benefit. But as far as the championships concerned, I mean you're there, you're in the points, you're obviously starting to to move up the leaderboard, so to speak. But I mean you're building your confidence with every event you're doing now, and of course you're very much at the forefront of the M Sport program, which is from that point of view says an awful lot about you and your career. Yeah, I mean I would rather have not had the problems we had in Croatia and, and, and maintained third or fourth in the championship uh, rather than have this good road position for Portugal. Uh, but that's the, the way it fell in, in Croatia. But now it gives us the opportunity to go and score some big points in Portugal, which is the aim. And yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm driving well. Uh, I wasn't 100% in, in Croatia or really Sweden. Uh, I'd like to find that again in, uh, in Portugal. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, I'm driving consistently. Um, I, I think there's been very few mistakes, uh, some some little mistakes like uh, in Croatia sliding off the road, but we, we got away with it. Sometimes you're lucky, sometimes you're not. So uh, generally in the last uh, 18 months, I've been very consistent. So, yeah, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I suppose one would ask you if you have any sympathy for Adrian, because he's had a tough time, hasn't he, for the first three rallies this year and to be in that sort of situation and for your confidence to be to be if you like knocked the way it must have been for him I mean it's 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 difficult to come back from that sort of situation without being concerned about whether you actually are as good as you think you are yeah I mean at the the end of the day we're still competing against each other so I don't have sympathy for him uh, but I do want him to do well because he he is as one of the, the Red Bull drivers scoring points for the team. So when Sebastian is there, then them three guys that are scoring the points, so I want them to do well because I want the team to do well. Uh, but uh, this weekend, obviously, not scoring the points. Uh, I don't have to worry about anyone but myself. So uh, that's going to be a nice thing for Portugal. And so that should be. Uh, that's the right the right way it should be, basically. But as far as the lineup for Portugal is concerned, obviously Seb Lowe's coming back. We've got Craig Breen in there. You're there. Adrian is there. I mean... You know, the M Sport team as a, as a group is a very strong team for an event like Portugal. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you there. I think we have almost everything I think that we need in the team at the moment. We have, in my in my opinion, I think in almost everyone's opinion, the greatest driver in, in the history of our sport driving for us. Craig's proven himself to be capable of fighting for, for wins and, and consistently fighting for podiums. I'm just getting into my stride and beginning to start to fight in the podium battle. And uh, we know Adrian, when he's happy, can, can, do, uh, can do a great job too. So... Uh, We've all got pretty decent road positions. Well, I would say all, probably me and Adrian have good road positions. Craig, third on the road, is not the best place to be, but it's still not a not a disaster. So, uh, yeah, I think we, we have an opportunity to score some very good points as a, as a team, or, or they have very good opportunity to score points as a team. So I, ho- I hope they do it. Do you have much of a conversation with Seb? Do you talk to Seb Loeb very much? And do you sort of get much feedback from him when you're, when you're on the events together? Uh, he's very he's a very nice guy he's very open he's 
he's more than willing willing to talk but then again he's also a very relaxed guy so sometimes I think if someone was coming asking me questions all the time I'd be a bit missed too so <laughs> I, I think everyone gives each other their own space but if there's something that I would really like to know of course I would ask the question. But the point is you're right at the top of the game you're right at the forefront of World Rally Championship you're with M Sport which is a very strong team and it's the background, the support you get from M Sport, obviously, is invaluable in that respect. But as far as Portugal is concerned, it would be lovely. And also bearing in mind the fact that Portugal has this one stage called FAF, which seems to be attracting an awful lot of uh, spectators. But uh, what is it about that particular stage, just for interest? I mean, what is it? That, what is the the character? What is the personality of that stage? Uh, it's just a legendary stage, run all the way through the Group B era, like. It's one of the iconic images of people crowding the jump, the cars in the air, and people are still in the road when it's about to land. It's, it's insane. Thankfully, it's not quite that mental now, but there is a good 50,000, 60,000 people there watching the jump. So it's when you're coming up to the jump, you can feel the anticipation. You can begin to hear the crowd. It's a very, very surreal feeling um, when you approach that jump. And obviously, I have the experience of a, a, a certain car part breaking on the landing of that jump. And I can tell you, crashing at that point is not the best thing to do, but uh, <laughs> it's still a good feeling. But our spectators on stage, I mean, when you look back to the World Rally Championship, when we had Group B first introduced, well, we had amazing shots of people actually standing on the stage and the drivers coming through the crowd and the crowd pulling back and then closing around the back of the cars as they went through the stages. Presumably, con con spectator control is very much more under control than it probably used to be. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, that, that's one of the great jobs the FIA do. And we, we've seen in the past, if the organisers can't keep control of, of the crowds like we had in Poland, then it will lose its slot, uh, which for me was really disappointing because Poland was one of my absolute favourite events. Uh, but it's the job. At the end of the day, it's a, a very dangerous sport. And I would certainly say it's one of the sports where the fans get given far more liberties than in any other sport to get close to the action. So it's nice to see that in the majority of places that is appreciated. And in Portugal, I feel that's the case too. Um, they like getting close to the road. I like the the, the drivers, uh, the fans being close to the road, but they don't stand in stupid places, which is one of the things I appreciate about the, the Portuguese fans. But their support is obviously very much part and parcel of what the World Rally Championship is about. But if they're behaving themselves and you can get on and do your job, then the whole thing works really well. Can I wish you all the very best for you and Jonas and the rest of the team in Portugal? And can I just suggest it's nice to come back after a podium finish, what about that? It would be a, a very nice way to, to come back from, from Portugal. But I, I saw that uh, I gave one interview and uh, I think every single uh, uh, motorsport journalist decided to republish it on his stage. So it looks like I've said nothing but that. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm very relaxed at the moment. And for me, the more important thing this weekend is, isn't the podium. It's about enjoying myself because when I'm completely relaxed, then the performance comes and I don't need to worry about anything. Uh, I have everything at that point. Can I wish you and Jonas all the very best for Portugal? Brilliant. Thank you very much.